Welcome everybody to episode 188 of the Two on Three podcast, where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. You should follow us at Two on Three Pod on Twitter, and you can send us email at holla, holla. at Two on Three Pod.com. You know how much we love to hear from you. I'm Chris, and I'm watching entirely too much TV <laughs> for no reason this week. Okay. Um, there's just a lot of good stuff on TV, and I find myself watching a lot of TV this week. Like? Um, well, I'll talk about it here in a second. At okay. uh, CD Villasenor on Twitter, and with me is Ty. That's me. I'm on Twitter at SCATJK. And because we have a bracket segment today, um, we've invited a guest and tiebreaker, our good friend, Josh Tufts. Hi, Josh. Hello. Yeah, so there's so much good stuff on TV right now. And, um, you know, there's like some Squid Game and then there's some like live sports and then there's all these other things I'm trying to catch up on. Um, So I just, I haven't watched a lot of TV um, in the past month and I just found myself over the last seven days just watching a lot of tv so it, it feels a little bit like a throwback week for me uh back to the you know back to the mother that raised me television it's not, it's not a bad it's not a bad deal are you finding uh, yourself pouring milk in boxes of cereal and just you know <laughs> sitting down and god sitting down in front of the television with a bowl of cereal and some like cold milk is like maybe my happiest place that i could probably probably go but we I do have my we, kids will be on nostalgic for like tablet time when they're older <laughs> oh, it's so nice to just sit here and mindlessly run around this blocky world and run into strangers and get, get like get assaulted by strangers <laughs> yeah it's much better to do that on the tablet than outside where most most of it has to happen like multiplayer in... massive uh, massive multiplayer online gaming is just such a wild thing it's like it's it's we're bordering on the oasis right i mean isn't roblox just the oasis it's a thousand different levels with Kids running around, like, doing, saying God knows what to each other. And then the next, you know, Fortnite is the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're there. That, so that's, that's way too active for me this week. I'm definitely into the passive. I'm, I'm, letting, the, I'm letting the TV soak and wash over me, which is, which is good because it sets up this week very, uh, our show this week very well. So um, anyway, we're just, uh, like I said, we're doing a bracket. So today we're going to talk a little James Bond. It is Daniel Craig's Farewell. And we are going to help the world choose the next James Bond. We'll be using the next Bond bracket, our fail-safe, our surefire system to make sure that we get the exact right person in the exact right role. And is Barbara uh, Broccoli taking taking the two-on-three input? Is she a regular listener? She is a regular listener, and she will definitely be listening. Oh, she'll hear closely. about it. <laughs> You know she gonna. I'm, I'm gonna at her in the post. <laughs> That's gonna be the whole show tonight. Then we go to the testies, and then over time we'll find out how my college education is helping me play a particular video game. So, but to start us off, um, Ty has some uh, Ty has some thoughts here about uh, now. <laughs> in the I Ching this week, he writes bullshit plant based <laughs> diet. Now, now I don't know if it's his bullshit plant based diet. You're going to have to help me out, bud. Well, you know me. I'm always trying I'm a Libra. I'm always trying to achieve balance in the world. Sure. Right? Like I'm 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 always trying to, you know, do the right things for both the planet and myself, of course. Mm-hmm. And lately, um I think it's my wife's passive aggressive way of being like, 
you need to lose some weight because she started ordering these. It's really just no. We we know you know it's hard to cook lunch when you're at home all the time, right? And sure, you end up eating crap because it's what's around. And so, yes. in in an effort to have a more structured meal time, she's been ordering one of these subscription meal services. Not a meal kit, but like it's just these bowls essentially. They're but they're they're plant based. It's basically all vegan food, right? It's not bad per se, mm-hmm. but it is a compromise. It's never what I want to eat. I mean, my first thought about it is it's like, you know, these bowls are pretty good when I put some meat in them, <laughs> right? which you can, which, which is, I do. And they're great yeah. for like, I'm going to mix in the leftovers from dinner, right? Then that's an ideal situation. But the, when I start to think about eating the plant-based diet and taking it seriously from a, you know, sustainability perspective. Mm-hmm. I think it's win-win because you got to put so much salt on it that you're going <laughs> to die from heart disease. <laughs> like, And so the earth benefits because you eat plant-based diets and you die a much earlier death. Right. So yeah. that's carbon consumption. It, I only eat meat made from meat scraps like sausage and hot dogs and like Vienna sausages and stuff like that because that's where, you know... That's where that's where you're using the most of the that's where you're using most of the meat. You're like a catfish. <laughs> you suck the meat from the bottom. Right. I don't eat the main meat. I just meet the I eat the the processed food scraps from the people who make the meat. From the I can't believe the we naturally got to this. Have you seen the Johnsonville sausage like I what would you call it? They're like flat strips. They're calling it sausage bacon. Yeah, sausage bacon. No, I saw that. Okay. Yeah. And you're you're not like just we're just gonna keep processing meat. Why don't we just have like dino shaped sausages at this point, like like the chicken nuggets? We should. Okay. That's. A, I mean, Bob Evans needs to get on this like right now. The, the breakfast dinos. Breakfast dinos is that's a that's a solid idea. Honestly, listen. If you if you're gonna give me a bowl of something and there's not like a puddle of some like meat fat at the bottom of it when I'm done eating it, I'm not interested. A little no. a vegan pot pie hungry man thing is not <laughs> is, is the hungry man part how you feel after you've eaten it? These bowls are actually extremely filling. Like it's okay. difficult to finish the entire thing. Um you know, because partly because it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like when you're a kid and you're being forced to eat the vegetables by the parents that just seems like that pile of green beans just never gets smaller. It's it's wild to me how you can put what looks like thirty ingredients in a bowl and have it just taste like nothing. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Uh, I will have to say, since I'm I'm uh, I you know I always have one foot in like the diabetic land and one foot rotting off in like non diabetic land. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Isn't the diabetic foot the one that's rotting yeah, off? No, I'm sorry. Yes, the diabetic okay. foot's the it's, one that's, it's the that's turning one, green. Right? It's the it's the one that's numb. And it's, but the uh, but. Costco makes this. Um, they they have this uh, cauliflower, rice cauliflower with other things in it mm-hmm. that you buy in like a big bag, but it has like eight bags inside of it. And I'm a big fan of that one. This chef, that's about as that's about as healthy as I can live. It's like I have to displace the white rice in my life with something. Hmm. But I'm not I feel like up, if that I'm was my first uh, the first air fryer. Yeah, be. yeah. All you have to do is, yeah, you just have to air fry, just air fry your, uh, just air fry a steak and throw it in the vegan bowl. But no, or that. <laughs> no, it was the air fried cauliflower with uh, Frank's Red Hot, and it was actually almost indistinguishable. You dip it in the batter and then air fry it in Frank's Red Hot, and it's, I mean, honestly, as somebody who's had plenty of um, chicken wings, although this would be closer to a chicken nugget, uh, it was hard to tell that it wasn't meat. But that required a whole lot of obviously Frank's Red Hot. 
Yeah. Smoking Monkey Pizza in Renton. Shout out. Does a, an amazing fried cauliflower thing. thing you You can make lots of things taste good if you slather them in other stuff. <laughs> well, that's the point. The point is you, you, you have to take the totally healthy stuff and unhealthy it up slightly. As opposed to just eating a bunch of the unhealthy stuff. Just give me the lab-grown meat already. <laughs> just grow the chicken nuggets in a lab, man, like a flowers. They like do. Plop, plop, plop. Harvest them like a like with a combine. <laughs> You're a fan of that old uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken rumor of the all their chickens didn't have heads. Mm. Right. <laughs> yeah. I recently, I'm not to get into this, but I recently saw a video of how chicks are treated at like chicken farms. It's a bad scene, man. <laughs> You're not like, gonna want to watch that. Growing food is a is difficult. Anyway. I don't know. Let's start the show. All right. Segments one through three. All right. So James Bond, Daniel Craig is wrapping it up after 15 years and five movies. Now, for, first of all, his James Bond work rate is not awesome. Qualities come out. But here's the thing. I just I looked it up. So Lazenby had one movie. <laughs> right. took one year so you Dalton, can't spell lazy without last me <laughs> the uh Dalton had two movies in three years uh Brosnan had four movies in eight years Connery had 10 movies in six years that's like, too many that's a hot that's a hot work rate um Roger Moore had tw- uh seven movies in 12 years so the work rate has been generally you know certainly less than two like one and a half for the most part if you're if you're james bond you're doing one and a half you're doing a work rate of one every one and a half to two years i think one every three years is fine yeah so so daniel craig and you know the quality of the craig movies is much higher they've been learning over time okay so I don't want to derail you. Are you going somewhere with this? Because I have, a, I have a key question before we get started on this that I really want to ask you. Okay. I was going to talk a little bit about evolution, but go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. We'll come back to it. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. So it's been evolving. They've been they, There's a lot of Bond movies, right? And the thing about James Bond movies is they tend to be a little bit of a snapshot of the times, hopefully. I mean, they, they're somewhat reflective, and that's that's part of the enduring you know, popularity of James Bond is that... They can remake him for the times, right? You know, uh, I wish they'd bring back some more Roger Moore karate chopping because you know, because <laughs> because that's the best part okay. of those of you know of the twelve years of Roger Moore karate chopping people. This is leading uh, to my question. Okay, but uh, but uh, but that's but so when we when we get into the bracket later, we're gonna have to think about a man of the time. And okay. like what what they're going to do with him every two to three years. So my question for you is really exactly that. What do you want out of your James Bond? Because if you really think about it, if if Connery is your favorite, or even one of the other losers, if, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I have soft spots for other guys. But if Connery is the best, you know, sort of the, the gold standard, then aren't we really just talking about like somebody who can somehow tell a dad joke and make it seem cool? <laughs> yeah, I mean, dad joke is part of the James Bond legacy. There's no question. The the quip, the kill and quip, yeah. as it as it were. I mean, that's the. I mean, did they invent it? They they certainly they certainly made it famous. The kill and quip. 
yeah, I think that, you know, then, then we have Schwarzenegger taking it to a whole other level, right? Right, yeah. right. But He's a master class, but... Do you want hyper-competence from your Bond? Did you enjoy the Craig movies? Was it... Was it I mean, a lot of people complain it's just born 2.0, right? And or whatever. It's just it's just, just generic whatever. action movie X, but it's got a, a few familiar touchstones. Do we, did you enjoy what we got over the last fifteen years? I think Born had a big influence on on how they presented it, but again, it it has to do with the actor, right? I, think I guess. That, do you want camp though? Do I want? I want. I mean, I do want a little bit more fanciful. I do like the fanciful setups of mm-hmm. the older James Bonds. Like, you know, supervillains who have, like, overwrought plans and, like, hideouts and shit. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's, kind of the, that's kind of the fun part about having a James Bond supervillain is the supervillain always does something wildly over the top. So does about, Pier- it, doesn't okay. Pierce Brosnan kind of fit in that, in that spot, though? I think where it's, like, there's definitely some camp and some ridiculousness, but also just it's not quite... Like the movies, the that the last bits have been. I mean, those have been um, definitely a little bit more um, movie quality, plot development, you know, reveal what have you. Whereas Pierce Brosnan was just out there having a good time. I I agree, and I think that the, the problem with Pierce Brosnan's movies is they sort of have a they stink of Schumacher. Like they just have a distinct <laughs> '90s vibe that you can't get you can't get rid of, right? Yeah. The uh, I think I think Craig owes a lot more to Dalton, right? And and Brosnan owes a lot more to Roger Moore. Like it feels like they come like they sort of split off. Like the Dalton movies, people have their problems with them, but I kind of liked Tim Dalton as as Bond. Again, it was a, but I think it was too stripped down for most people. Like uh-huh. they came, you come out of Roger Moore, you get Dalton. It's stripped down. It's much more of an action movie. There's it's much less fanciful. Uh-huh. And I think that's what they gave. That's what they gave Daniel Craig. And then, so people, so Dalton was maybe just a little ahead of his time because they immediately go to Pierce Brosnan. They break the bank to pay Pierce Brosnan, and they give him, you know, they basically give him four Roger Moore movies. Right. It's, the whole Pierce Brosnan experience is just what if Remington Steele happened to also be James Bond? <laughs> right. So it's but just. It's, but yeah, you get you get people like there's nobody named. On the top in the you know, in the in the Daniel Craig movies, right? right. No, no one's named Octopussy right, in right. in James in the in the Daniel Craig movies. They just they just sort of did away with that part of James Bond, and that part of James Bond's kind of fun, but it would be difficult to balance with the way they set up Daniel. Yeah, Craig's I think they stuff. they ruined it when it was like when they had the twenty four year old nuclear physicist. Christmas Jones. Christmas Jones. <laughs> Who How says Christmas? You? Who says Christmas only comes once a year? Oh, and roll credits. What a <laughs> choice that was. <laughs> yeah, James Bond's always getting it on at the end of the at the end of all those movies. That's just sure. like that's part of the deal. But but again, I think they've. I mean, it's been fifteen years, which is kind of which is kind of mind blowing too. Like it's, Daniel Craig's sex vibe was always if you touch his penis, he'll go cry in the corner. So that was a little bit of a problem. <laughs> <laughs> like it just he didn't have like i enjoyed like the action part of it and he was you know a very dynamic kind of hero but when i think about what i want out of a james bond movie it's what i'm getting from mission impossible now right mm-hmm. which is we have a plan then the plan is not the plan because it turns out that the the what we thought we knew isn't 20 percent of what we of what's actually going on mm-hmm. and that's what i always remember about the connery tone was that he's just sort of like all right i gotta go kind of check out what's going on here at this the resort or whatever and then all of a sudden, there's an underground super base under this volcano and ninjas. Right. 
Right. He always seemed like he was prepared to bust some like low level fraud. Yeah. And then he had to deal with like, you know, just an unexpected turn of events. And the Craig thing was always just very, just a little overwrought, right? Just a little bit too intense sometimes. I actually liked um, Spectre quite a bit uh, because at that point you just embrace it. Mm-hmm. And okay, we're going to kick off with this scene where it clearly sets the tone, sets the stakes. And I think in some of the other movies, they really just heart struggle to find, um, I don't know, the right mix, like you're talking about, of, right. of having any kind of fun at all, right? Like they yeah. were just, those movies are extremely dour. Right. And, and, and Skyfall is my fourth favorite Batman movie. So <laughs> Skyfall is the Dark Knight. And uh, Casino Royale is Batman Begins. Yeah. If you follow the plots, those are those are dead on. Yeah. Skyfall Skyfall is such a Batman movie. It just makes me cry laughing. I watched it about a week and a half ago. It was like this is my favorite, my fourth favorite Batman movie. Right. Um, well, I just thought it was important to establish what it is we're trying to accomplish before we yes. get into this list. Sure. And I think I think you make a I think you make a very valid point about uh, Tom Cruise and the Mission Impossible people filling that void. Right. Because again, it's there's a lot of lighthearted moments in in there's there are big setups. There are like their action scenes are second to none because Tom will strap himself to the outside of an airplane for God's sake. I mean, I mean this is I mean they're doing they're doing Bond, um, they're doing Bond in a way that maybe it should have been uh, maybe it should have been done, you know, for the last yeah. fifteen years versus maybe what we're getting from Daniel Craig. Although I do enjoy his movies. They are pretty good. And I'm looking forward to No Time to Die. <laughs> Which, every time I hear the, the name of the movie, I always think about Jesse the Body and Predator. Absolutely. All right? But I assume that that's a spoiler, right? I mean, he's not, he's not going to die in the movie because he doesn't have time to. Right. He, spoiler alert. I it could also mean that this, this isn't the time. Like, this is no time. No time. Like, as, like, as in no country for old men. <laughs> No time to die. We might have to peel that onion a little bit. All right. So here's the deal. We are going to uh, do a do a bracket. And if you know, I always sort of make the bracket and Ty usually complains about the bracket. This is how this generally works. And so I only made a um, I made a uh, an eight person bracket. But there were a lot of there were a lot of stars on the outside looking in we got some people to cross off before we, we get have to the some bracket. people to cross off and so yeah i didn't want to play them in or anything i just thought i'd put him up there and we can just say is he a would he if you had to have him would you take him this is okay. this is the exercise okay uh, if, if they gave this guy to you would you just say yes or no very this is i think this is a, this is fair i chose okay so I chose men. <laughs> Sorry, I just did. I chose misogynist. I, I chose. <laughs> I chose. Yeah, they did take the the Bond franchise did take the best woman character of all time, Dame Judi Dench, and they replaced her with a dude. I mean, that's their fault. That was them doing that, not me doing that. Let's be clear. And uh, and I generally were staying around the British Isles, ish. Mm-hmm. You know, there's depending upon where you are. I actually think it'd be really interesting to talk about women that would make for good bonds. No, oh, if you have a through, if you have a few, I don't. But maybe we have to come back to it at some point. We can do a <laughs> segment on it because I think there's a few where it'd be really interesting, especially like if you actually just, I don't know. I, it's so hard for us. We're, we're men. We what do we know? Like, would it be yeah. inter- entertaining? Would people be excited if it was like the woman was given, you know, the same kind of agency that Bond is given, especially 
sexually and stuff, or is that just well now she's just playing the part of a man, you know? And then there's this, the myth of the the strong woman who acts like the woman has to act like a man to be strong, and so on and so forth. Right. I don't know, but right. I do think it'd be an interesting conversation. And we've seen a few of those movies. It's just a question of whether or not it could embody that character. I mean, we had like Salt or what is it, Atomic Bombshell? What am I? What's my Shirley Atomic Theron? Blonde. Atomic Blonde. Mm. Um, I mean, it's Char- Ghost it's like Machine. There, there's like a dozen. There's basically like a dozen Charlize Theron movies where we, she just we could just cast her and be and probably be happy with it. I think if you put anybody in the world of Q and M and Money Penny, and it's Bond, I don't yeah. know that it matters that much. Right, but you got to speak to the diversity here. I mean, that, that's that's a big change. I think at least here, while you don't have uh, gender diversity, you certainly have um, race as a. Uh, diversity aspect here and more than half of your uh candidates in the eight yeah all right yeah so here's here are the here are the outside looking ins um jamie bell right age maybe too slight kind of has a weird vibe yeah maybe i think he's like okay in a pinch but i, I always think i always think of him as like slightly tougher tom holland <laughs> right maybe yeah. too maybe just too too i don't know I put Tom Holland on this list too, by the way. <laughs> That's a non start. <laughs> That's like 004 and a half. <laughs> That's the same reason that Taron Edgerton can't be on the, in the on this list. Well, he already did James Bond. He's well, that's what I'm James, saying. So why can't yeah. he be real James Bond? Because he's been uh, James Bond blue. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't want to. I mean, Kingsman is a whole different subject, but <laughs> you, can't, you can't improve on perfection. <laughs> um, all right, uh, John Boyega. I, I, I'm I'm left cold by it. Okay. My my first struggle is your introduction to John Boyega is like a lack of confidence and like unaware of what's going on in the situation. So I just think of him pulling off a stormtrooper helmet the very first time is the first time I really know who he is. And it just it's the opposite of the confidence. I know what's going on in every single situation. I'm not saying that's how he is in every movie, but his Star Wars character for me is just always was lacking I mean, it's, it feels to me like the opposite of what I would expect from a James mm-hmm. Bond. And granted, that's where the acting comes in. It's just that's not my immediate vibe from him. That's a, this is an interesting. Uh, it's an interesting sidebar here. It was just to say that career up to this point, like, is it better to be slightly unknown or slightly better known? Do you think to coming into James Bond? Because it seems like the most success, the you know, most Bonds come into it as relative unknowns, at least to American audiences, right? Except for Pierce Brosnan, who was just like. Hey, it's Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> you think Which is why, a, kind of why it never worked, right? It never worked for you. I mean, th- those movies made plenty of money, and people people love those. I know. I, I was a huge fan, actually. I love Goldeneye, um, mm-hmm. and and I actually really enjoyed him as Bond. It One of the best. Believable. What if but, Sean Bean had been 007 instead? Well, how does he only he, so he would die. He has to die. Yeah, yeah. Movie, yeah. No, but I'm just saying, what if they had cast him instead of Pierce Brosnan, and he got five, and he got five, or he got four movies? I don't think it works until um, until 2000 for Sean Bean. He's too raggedy up to that point. He's, he's ruddy. He doesn't have the the charisma. I don't think in the in the same sense that Pierce Brosnan did. I mean, he's oh. he's not ugly, but he's not. He's a rough and tumble, but he's. I don't know. I, I think mean, if you if you ask me, can could Eddard Stark be Bond? The answer is yes. If you ask me, could the guy that gets ambushed by a cup of coffee and Ronan be Bond? The answer is no. So you need that. <laughs> you need that space. You need 
He needs to be Boromir first, and then he could have been Bob. Got it. And, and back to your point, though, in terms of I, I'm going to have some challenges with some of the folks in the actual bracket. I'm not going to give it away, but based on the characters that they've played, it is hard to separate who they've already been. So to your point, I think you do want to catch somebody that's been in some things, but hasn't quite um, yeah. fully, fully taken off. And Daniel Craig definitely fit that bill. So he was he was, I thought he was a inspired choice. Anyway, all right, Dan Stevens, you know, Dan Stevens. I do. He has a bit of a like a, a bit of a manic energy at all times. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to write it in a way where Bond is like his bad decisions come from maybe being not mentally unstable in the same way that like Craig was portraying him, like re- obsessed with revenge, but rather just, I, just mentally unstable in general. <laughs> I don't think Stevens, I, I, ha- I haven't seen him ever act in, in a way that wasn't just really on edge. Yeah. So I maybe mean, that like, works. I guess the like, first season Downton Abbey kind of stuff. He was very, okay. Yeah. Very, again, very upper crust. I think that's the, that's the other thing that we always think of Bond as being sort of upper crusty. And, you know, and I think the purists, that's the purists had that initial issue with Daniel Craig, right? Being sort of this tough street guy. Uh, Cillian Murphy. It's, it's Killian, isn't it? Is it not? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'm not uh, Irish. <laughs> the Scarecrow? The Scarecrow. His, he's, got, he's got an interesting career. Yeah. Um, maybe too old now. Yeah. Um, too buggy-eyed. I don't know. I don't think he looks healthy enough. Like, <laughs> he just in general. He does generally look malnourished right. at all times. Right. Maybe they could put a few pounds on him. Jamie Dornan. I don't think we have any evidence whatsoever that Jamie Dornan can act. <laughs> He's got one part of the James Bond, you know, curriculum down. But right. other than that, uh, it's a he'd bit look, of a struggle. He'd look good in the suit. Um, let's I think see, his uh, point would be he'd look good out of the suit. Got it. Luke Evans. Um, Luke Evans is alternate universe me. <laughs> We're almost exactly the same age. Uh, we we don't look unalike in the face. Um, no, you need to be more comfortable sporting a mustache if you want. Like that's the that's the difference between you and alternate universe Luke Evans. If you are if you are in parallel dimensions, Luke Evans uh, is the guy whose name I could not remember for fifteen movies. <laughs> it's like hey. That, that guy. That guy. <laughs> my my struggle with Luke Evans would be like he's English. Yeah, he's Welsh. Yeah, I, but I mean, like in every movie, he's American. American. <laughs> right. You didn't even, he's one of those actors who's completely made his entire life, his entire career, using American accent. But what but, isn't Owen Shaw British? Isn't he? Isn't he's Bard the Bowman? I think is the first time I ever remember seeing him in Lord of the Rings, and he's definitely not American in that. Well, no one is. This is not my experience. <laughs> <laughs> he's in like the the updated Three Musketeers. Who? Luke Evans? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I love that Three Musketeers movie. I, 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 I even like Dracula I Untold. I'm. I'm... <laughs> yeah, Luke Evans is good. He's 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 welcome when he shows up. It's generally like a pretty decent deal. He's I think midway. he would have made my bracket if I had made the bracket. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, Robert Pattinson. No. <laughs> Fast no. No. A quick no. 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 If he hadn't, if he hadn't, well, if he hadn't been bat, if he hasn't, if he's not, he's already playing Batman, so we can't be. He can't be Bond and Batman. But oh, oh, really? 
Oh, you mean at the same time? At the same time. Oh, right, I was possible. wondering if you were already disqualifying one of your other choices. Here. No, no, no. no. You get, uh, so the um, Pattinson, but you know, in Tenet, right, he's got that sort of secret agent vibe. He's got he the suit the, going. He can do the secret agent vibe. No? I, I got to tell you, I can't get over how he was Cedric Diggory and Cedric Diggory just goes out like a bitch. <laughs> Get over you're, it. You're not gonna. You're not even gonna bring Twilight into this. I, I you know, that's that speaks for itself. Yeah. It He's, does. He, he, look, those were like the first movies. I don't know. I mean, that whatever. That's fine. You can act like a piece of wood. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Anyway, fast no on patents. <laughs> no. All right, Tom Hiddleston. I'd love to find a way to make this work, but it doesn't work. <laughs> you can't. You can't figure it out. I can't He's make too, it work. He's too Hiddleston. He's. He's great. He's, I mean, he's fantastic in Kong, right? Yeah, he's, a good actor. he's a he's a better, good actor. He's better a, than better than actor. Kong, Night Manager. He is James Bond in the Night Manager. Okay. I mean, it's just straight up that character. He could totally pull this off. He'd have made my bracket. Yeah. Age would be a concern, but I'm not positive you can tell how old Tom Hiddleston is. Right. He's either 38 or 40 or 53. Like Younger than all of us. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Jude Law. No, passes. Passes right. <laughs> right. Yeah, Jan Rock he, was it for Jude Law. He's done being an action hero. How about like, um, like Gattaca level, like, like young Jude Law? I can't. I don't think I can ride with Bond with a pronounced widow's peak. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I need Bond to have full head of hair. All right. So that would have put Sting out. Young Sting <laughs> was not major Bond thing. Man, oh. for me, Sting is always out. We've had this discussion. <laughs> There's a whole right. episode that I before we renamed them all that was called Sting is Whack. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Kaluuya. Now I didn't put this one on there. This was this was a late ad. Oh. Was this another was this the late ad? Did we, I put we, this one on there? Uh this we might be to the guest section of Oh the list. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe I think I think Josh threw this on there. Would you would you like do you like Daniel Kaluuya in the uh in a uh in in a bond in a bond? I, I mean I, it's obviously a role you haven't seen. From him in, in uh-huh. his young career. But if you're looking at some of the other choices that have been kind of um, non-traditional, somebody that you think could pull off kind of the cool and the action aspect of it, I thought it was a new and interesting way to go. It's definitely a out of right field kind of option here. If Chadwick Boseman hadn't passed away, could Chadwick Boseman been James Bond? So stature is important to me for Bond yeah. for some reason. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, that's actually my first thought about Kaluuya is that is Dan going to get in the gym for Bond? Because he tends to he tends to rest a little soft. <laughs> a little doughy? You don't yeah. want a little doughy, doughy Bond? I, I, I haven't. I mean, it's not. Look, not everybody's got to be, you know, crazy ripped like 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 Daniel Craig was. But Kaluuya's waist is wider than his shoulders. And that's that's I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's an issue for me. With well, Bond. they could give him they could give him the um, the Marvel movie training team, and I'm sure they could straighten him out. If, if, uh, if he's up for it, I actually think he'd be pretty good. No. He's, right. really, he's really good at acting. Okay. Sam Hugan. Hugan? Did I say that properly? Now, where did we get Sam Hugan from? What, is he, what has he been in? Sam Hugan, most recently in uh, SAS Burn Notice, which is basically a um, thriller uh, British special agent 
Is it have of, anything to do with USA Network's burn notice? Because I watched some of those episodes. It does. <laughs> it does not. But your favorite action uh, female is in this one. Um, really? What's her name uh, from the John Wick movies? The um, and uh, Orange is the New Black. I don't know why her name's completely escaped. Oh, me. Ruby Rose. I was I was gonna go with um, you know her uh, nem- Justin Bieber, but sure, yes, Ruby Rose. <laughs> I like Ruby Rose. Too pointy for me. It's <laughs> Sam Hugan? Yeah. Too, too pointy. pointy. <laughs> that should be, don't don't say anything else. Just too, too pointy, pointy and rest on it. All right. What else has Sam Hugan done? Anything else? Outlander. 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 Is that the, is that the, is that the, uh, the, the Scottish time traveling romance novel? That's correct. Got it. Not to be confused with Highlander. <laughs> which, which. Sean Connery. All right. Okay. Sam Hugan. All right. Uh, Nicholas Holt. I, I like the idea of Nicholas Holt. I really do. Um, Permanent might, teenage face. He might still be a little young. No, he's like be, 37. Yeah, but he, he oh, looks no, he's a little Oh, no, he's 31. 31. He's a little young still. I don't think we're ready for 31-year-old James Bond. Really? really? I don't think so. I think that this is a, this is a tough... This is a tough. How old do you think our James Bond needs to be? I think James Bond needs to be a little closer to forty. I think like, he has to be thirty-five. It's, to be Bond, you got to be thirty-five. It's like running for president, right? Like you need to be a full man, <laughs> right? Like an adult, full a full adult man. No, not not. Yeah, and I don't want to see any sort of young James Bond adventures. I mean, I want James Bond to be a fully fleshed out James Bond. Like he's got the experience. experience. Yes. If you want and to I watch think... young James James Bond, what was that Taylor Lautner movie? <laughs> <laughs> No, I certainly no comment. Kidnap, I certainly something like not, that. I certainly do not know. I don't think Kavass. we. Uh, so can I? Can I just be ahead of the next next James Bond casting then with my Nicholas Holt vote? Okay. Yes. Abduction. What we? <laughs> Taylor Lautner. <laughs> Jesus. I, I, yeah, you can pay me to watch that movie. Um, yeah. So he's the next next James Bond. So let's give let's give whomever we get their run of four movies, and then Hopefully by the time Nicholas. Years. And by the time Nicholas Holt is like forty years old, like him ten years, Nicholas can Nicholas can take over because I think he'd be a good Bond. I had one that I didn't put on the list that I meant to. Oh um, yeah, Coleman Domingo. Who's Coleman Domingo? You don't know Coleman Domingo? I don't. So he was on um, Fear the Walking Dead. Um, he's been he's done some award winning stage work. Uh, I, I don't know how to bring you up to speed on him. You've never seen him work, but he's definitely, I think, too old. He's like, I think, in his early fifties at this point. Oh, uh, yeah. but he's very—he's got a nice, like, a deep, gravelly voice, and he's—he's manipulative. I've seen him be man- successfully manipulative, but he also comes off as very. Like, it, would, it would be a good secret agent, is I guess my point. He is very capable of playing a two-faced person who you both trust, and immediately, like, could motives are all over the place. That's why I added, uh, while we were talking, I added Clive Owen as one of, I mean, somebody that I've heard many, many conversations, I think was actually pretty darn close before Daniel Craig can pull off a suit, can pull off the, you know, charisma aspect of it, but it's probably looking a little older now. Super too old now. He's like, he's pushing 60. Yeah. But he, yeah, he, I mean, yeah. In his prime Clive Owen, I think would have been a fine, would have been a fine uh, James Bond. Yeah, he's uh, 57. 57. Oh. Clive Owen is 57. I should be so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. We should all be so lucky. All right. So those are the those are our outside looking in. If you have um, thoughts on who you would like to have 
got into this pool. Go ahead and mention that on Twitter, um, and then we'll argue with you about it. <laughs> but again, you know, and if you have any days for women to, who could be who could be uh, 007, then uh, then let us know. Uh, that's uh, it's, it's it's interesting. It's an interesting thing we haven't I hadn't considered. Um, Kate Blanchett I'll, beat me with your high heels. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch Kate Blanchett in anything. Anyway, so that's that's the deal. Let right, let's jump into the bracket here. So we have an eight person bracket seated accordingly. So um, I will. Um, how do you want to do this? Do we just read the brackets out and then we then we'll then we'll then we'll do the matchups? Do you need to insert space for Ty to grumble first on the seatings or? <laughs> Generally, I, so, I think the only person from the list that, that replaces for, for me, I, I could say right now, like there's uh, Luke Evans going here, and I would probably of the eight people that are on the list, I think Dev Patel is the dropout for me. But we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to that. So, all right, I don't I don't so, know. Do you want to read the whole thing? Like I'll the read the, Okay, yeah, I'll read the whole thing. There's only there's only there's only eight people yeah. on this bracket, so it's, it's I don't really, know if our listeners can keep track. We'll we'll print the bracket for you, <laughs> and then we'll put it in the thing. That way, when you listen to this. And you can you will, you'll be able to see it. But um, so on the left side of the bracket, we have the number one seed. I have is Henry Cavill. He will be facing off the the. This is the Henry the Henry the Henry face off. Oh, number Henry eight the, the the number eight seed Henry Golding. Okay. In the number two seed on the other side, Tom Hardy, facing off against the seven seed Regé Jean Page. The number three seed is Idris Elba facing off against Dev Patel. And the four seed is Michael Fassbender facing off against Richard Madden. Now, those are these are these are your matchups. So can I lodge just, just one complaint? Yes. Just the fact that you didn't go with seven people and the number one seed got a you know a pass a, a, a double oh seven. It was a double <laughs> seven seven seed. Yeah. Uh, this is why this is see you're always thinking ahead of the up at these things. These are uh, it's your gift. All right. So here we have in the first in our first now. Henry Cavill has shown us some some super spy, super spy skills. He was in Mission Impossible. He can cock those biceps like nobody's business. <laughs> Henry Golding, a uh, relatively a rel- you know he's relatively new on the scene, but he's a crazy rich Asian, and he's also GI Joe's Snake Eyes. Yes. Have you ever seen Have you seen the Have you seen the trailer for Snake Eyes? Yes, I have. Yeah, looks pretty good. So what do you What do we think about the battles of the Battle of the Henrys here? So for me, Cavill, I actually think more of Man from Uncle, and he just again the vibe is off for me with Cavill. Uh, yeah. I think he's perfectly cast in those movies, mm-hmm. but he's himself. He's more he's he smells of Superman. <laughs> it's it's hard to play Superman and not be seen as Superman for the rest of your life, isn't it? There's something iconic about Superman, yeah. and the way you carry yourself and the way you talk, but but we but. We we don't get to hear Cavill play English very often. I mean, so at least you know I haven't. But I mean, uh-huh. if you if you've seen the uh, the the Sherlock Holmes the uh, the Millie, Enola the Holmes, MBB, yes. the Enola Holmes. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I mean he's he's a good actor. Yeah, it he's, just looked like Superman dressed up as <laughs> Enola Holmes's uncle. <laughs> Why is Superman in a period piece? Right. Why is why is he Sherlock Holmes? He's too hooking for me. I need I need my Bond to be fallible in a physical way in some ways. Like he, okay. he can't be he can't look unstoppable. Like gotcha. no one's gonna start a fight on purpose with Henry Cavill. <laughs> All right. Okay. And wouldn't that just be the narrative though? I mean it would be like every single review or every single reference to it would be Superman 007. 
it would never just be the new actor playing 007 or what have you. It is, will always be Superman. And this so, is yeah. when, when you brought up Batman, when I was asking, hmm, <laughs> Henry Golding looks the part to me. Dude, Crazy Rich Asians, he is yeah, – if, if there was a subplot in Crazy Rich Asians where it would have been like – Where he was where he was actually a super spy. <laughs> yep. Totally you'd believe bought, it. You'd have bought off on it. Absolutely. Golden, now, this – it would make – are we ready for Asian James Bond? Asian so. English James he's Bond. A, he is a Brit, right? He is, like he, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. And he's well-known like on, in, on British TV. He's well-known enough, but he doesn't but, – but no one sees him as something else like – I think this was an inspired choice. Yeah. Um, I think when I was, he upset Superman here, I think Barbara Broccoli is going to take notice of your notes here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, to me, it's like it's a walk. I, I think I'm much more interested in watching a movie with Golding as 007 than Cavill. And I like Henry Cavill. I think he's great. Just not just not James. He's just not our James Bond. Mm-mm. Too much baggage. I hear you. Interesting. All right. Josh, you're going to say I know you're going to say Golding, right? Golding with without without question i was uh i was i was on the i was on the fence about this i do like the idea of being asian myself i do like the idea <laughs> of, of of asian henry of asian james bond um there we go all right nice all right let's go to the number two tom hardy versus reggie john page Tom Hardy, same same problems you have with uh, maybe the same problems you have with uh, Henry Cavill. Tom Hardy is a huge liability to cast. <laughs> Tom Hardy is just as likely to turn in just an insane, inexplicable performance, no matter what the director had to say about it, as he is to actually be good in your movie. <laughs> but he might be great. He, it might be great, but he might do a weird voice. <laughs> and he's a thug i mean he is an enforcer he is not the smooth charismatic he is a tough guy man of few words type of thing and i don't mean that's that's, i mean that's very much the that's very much the daniel craig model for you know man of few words tough guy street guy not 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 obviously part of the aristocracy I, there's like a boxer versus brawler kind of thing going on for me here that I don't like the number of things. And that's always the, the 007, the Netflix series I want for 007 is him actually training for all of these things, like where he's actually taking his archery lessons or where he's yeah. taking his piano lessons, his driving he, lessons and his yeah. off time. Um, Tom Hardy is just like rolling around on the ground with dudes. Right. Giving himself <laughs> cauliflower ear. Got it. I don't think Bond can have a permanent pouting face. Yeah. Tom Hardy's permanent pout, it, it, I can't take it. it. It won't work for me. Even though <laughs> I, I, I actually think that, you know, if you think back to Inception and how, how slick and cleaned up he is in that, but he's mm-hmm. got that air. He carries an air of violence that is, is, is actually one of the things that I didn't like about the Craig Bond. Mm. It's like the Craig Bond didn't ever try not to fight. Yeah. And I he think that's a, part of Bond's charm is he's not really trying to get into a physical conflict. He's, he's trying, trying to outsmart out- you. Yeah, he's trying to outsmart the situation. Yeah, and yeah. Tom, you know, and, and Daniel Craig. One of my the weaknesses I had for it is that, like that's why I called it, you know, newborn. Is that it? Just, just he's going to fight everybody that comes across his path. He's ready to brawl. Yeah. Speaking of brawlers versus boxers, for you Bridgerton fans, we kept to Regijon Page, who's the only. That's the only thing we really know him from, mm-hmm. at least for me personally. But he made quite an impact. He's. He's again has that he's got an upper crust kind of feel to him. Um, 
if you saw his Saturday Night Live episode, he's he certainly has a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he's definitely, very charming. He's very he's very handsome, and uh, and also uh, black. So you know, we get into again a, a chance to break the color barrier with James Bond here with Reggie John Page. What do you think of him? Maybe too pretty. <laughs> is he too good looking? I don't know. It's it's it, well, he's very good looking. I did watch uh, I did watch some Bridgerton, and I thought to myself, uh, yeah, that guy's that guy's good looking, a little steamy. I'm looking at pictures of him right now. I kind of want to kiss him. <laughs> he that just be- looks like he wants to kiss me, so I feel like I can't say no. How do you how do you get your beard to do that thing? I don't. I, the, it's very yeah, anyway. Right? How do you fade your beard? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. Regé Jean Page is English? <laughs> I believe so. He is. <laughs> okay. Of, of French, of, of, you know, of some f- type of French descent, whether it be island or f- France proper. I didn't he was do born that in London. Much, I didn't do that much research on, on his, uh, the Frenchness. He's only um, 31. Yeah, see, he's, oh, he, oh, he's, in, oh. it's, he's on the young side, but he doesn't have that Nicholas Holt boy face. Right. He's got an adult, he's got an adult man's face. Yes, I would. I would believe you if he told me he was thirty-eight. Yeah, like just well. And and to quote and to quote and to quote Ty, kissable. <laughs> so <laughs> which handsome. Is, which is which is which is important in a Bond, James Bond. We want to. We, we he, you know, James Bond is based on some. There's there's sex appeal is something that is important to the James Bond experience. You know, so so uh, boy, I, I, I'm feeling I'm feeling Reg. Uh, I feel Reg going through here. So the, 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 the upsets. So big names, big, big box office, big, big career is not really, I think the lesson we're learning is it's not really helping your bond chances. No, I want to be interested in the next bond movie. I don't, I almost, I'd rather have, like you say, someone who's relative unknown compared to someone who's had a long story career already. And And what's James Bond's flown all over the world. We've seen him on every continent. What's the one thing we haven't seen him with? Baggage. No yeah. previous film baggage. James Bond travels light. <laughs> Got that. All right. It's Rick John Page for me. All right. I think so too. I, I want to say Viva La France, Josh. but I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, he's English. He's, yes, he's, Reg. His dad is English. His mother's from Zimbabwe. <laughs> okay. So Jean Page, or no, I guess Rick Jean Reggie is his first name. Yeah. yeah. There we go. There we have it. We'll, we'll work out. We'll work out his lineage and his uh, his French name at a later date after he gets the role. Um, all right. So, um, well, let's let's handicap this. What are the odds that that James Bond comes from the? I think there's a good chance that he comes from the broad list of people we've chosen. Mm. But what do you think he? What are the odds you think that comes from the bracket? What would you give? What, if you're if you were giving us odds, what would you what would you give? What would you give me? Would you give me? Would you pay me three to one, five to one? I think it might be as low as two to one, but three to one sounds about right. Yeah. It just depends on how you feel. When I look at this bracket, it depends on how you feel about Richard Madden. All right. We'll get there. Yeah. All right. The number three seed, Idris Elba, and the number six seed, Dev Patel. Go again, trying to find trying to find the now Dev Patel has a nice career, although I didn't see his Green Knight movie. I hear it's good. Yeah, yet. Right, I'm will, going to will, see it. I will catch up with Dev in the uh, as as the only knight of the round table from India. I don't really know how that sets up. 
whatever. I'm ready to. I'm ready to. I'm ready to embrace it. I was forward also, to watching to watching it when it's free ninety nine. I'm also interested in Dev Patel as James Bond, considering you can mine a bunch of like India English uh, in India England tension. Okay. Okay. By yeah. having yeah. an Indian James Bond. Oh, oh! Trust me, as a as a uh, you know Jaguar owner, the the fact that the uh, in Indian nation has bought back actual English, um, you know, symbols and iconography. The fact that Jaguar is owned by an Indian company now, why would they not also stake a claim to 007? Right. I like, I like that aspect. Dev's also only thirty one. Uh huh. Younger um, guy. We can clean him up. He's. he's well, that's the thing, though. He doesn't look appropriately weathered when you clean him up. Like, if you look at him in The Green Knight, he looks like, okay, well, if you're fine with Bond having a beard, I think it works. But, but, but he could be, I mean, he could be, you know, an upper crust Englishman from Indian descent. Yes. I mean, which, is, which would be more, maybe more of a traditional James Bond kind of thing. I just think he is quite a bit more youthful, has much more of a youthful countenance if you shave his beard. Yeah. I think I think Dev Patel is going to find himself in the Nicholas Holt bracket in uh, eight years Boy, here for us. Right. Yeah. He might he might be in the, he might be in the 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 uh, the twenty uh, twenty eight bracket of the, the next James Bond. And you, right now you're I mean, he's going up against the person that has the most buzz. I mean, people are again saying, obviously, maybe Idris Elba might be a little too old. And maybe if he'd done this five years ago, if if they'd have pumped out no time to die on the normal schedule of three to four years. Idris Elba probably right. could have slid in just after that, or right. if it had been No Time to Die. Yeah. If Daniel Craig could have done five movies in eight years as opposed to 15 years. Yeah, because Idris Elba's could... 49. Yeah. He's Which, perfect and believe for the me, role. And believe me, I'm I'm just a couple of years older than him, and he's too old. <laughs> <laughs> he's perfect, perfect for the role. I mean, He the... really is. He There's a lot of good things to say about Idris Elba as as James Bond. He's got a toughness, but he's also got a a wise crackiness to him. Mm-hmm. He's his tone is perfect. Yeah, he's physically the right guy. Mm-hmm. Um, have, have either of you watched Luther? I've watched some Luther. I mean, that's the that's, that's the one perfect, of the shows I mean, I've intended to watch for a long time. It's not obviously he's not James Bond. He's not a spy. He's a weathered cop, what have you. But just the the darkness in that particular one, but his character just always, even in even in the most ridiculous circumstances, is just kind of like, I'm going to figure this out. And it feels very James Bond to me in that sense of I walk in a room and someone has killed my captain and it looks like it could be a plant for me. How am I to work my way out of this type of thing? It seems very, very um, James Bond to me. And he just has a commanding presence. Oh yeah, he's he's great. He he's one of those guys who always leaps off the screen, even in like crappy movies that I like, like The Losers. <laughs> he's he's awesome. He's like it's like whoa, that guy. I actually um, think his biggest strike against is like the the work he's done in the last five years. It's just like what? again, it's the baggage is too much now. He's been like everywhere. I, I mean, aren't you Thor's doorman? <laughs> aren't you the elevator aren't you the elevator Why operator for that is so bad <laughs> hey guys gotta eat man if you'd never seen him in anything else you'd think he had no idea how to act <laughs> but he's he's definitely undercast as him yeah heimdall whatever and then what was the what was the movie where he, the whole black superman movie obviously that's not what it's called oh it was where he says Hobbs, i'm the Hobbs, and, Hobbs and shaw thank you thank you thank you yeah. And I uh, think so, so to me, like, he's sort of stolen his own thunder on this between Suicide Squad, Hobbs and Shaw. 
Yeah. It's like I've seen too much of it now. There's nothing for you to show me that I, I feel like I've right. seen it all in in the jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. And so if just if you put on a tuxedo or if I go look at you on the red carpet, now I've seen whatever your bond would be like. Right. The yeah. uh, yes, being a big part of a giant franchise actioner probably hurts your heart hurts your case here. Um for Idris Elba, I am going to, I'm going to push for I'm going to push for Dev Patel in this particular in this particular in this particular uh, instance. I'm, I'm glad you got Dev Patel his vote there, but I was going to say we can say all those things against Idris Elba, and it's not going to stop him from stomping all over Dev Patel like yeah. a little pretzel. Yeah. All right, fine. Racist. But it's a good no, again. In the future, you chose a, you chose a black guy over Indian guy. You guys are totally racist. <laughs> racist, <laughs> obviously. Um, obviously. All right. Now in the uh, the four seed versus the five seed, I think this is an interesting one. Michael Fassbender versus Richard Madden. Now, of course, we know Fassbender does a good job of playing big roles and small roles. That's what I kind of like about his career. He's not afraid to take a role where like he has to act. Yeah, no, I think Fassbender is one of the best actors we've got going. Um, but I also think that he needs to stay free to be Magneto whenever they get the, mer- the mutants into the MCU. <laughs> I can't have him over there making Bond movies. I got, I need Magneto, man. You got to be here. You, you it's really important up. to me that you're here. We got to show. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna recast Magneto anyway. No, oh my God, no. <laughs> Ty, Magneto above all else. Let's have some priorities here. Well, I mean, it's a, it's I'm a, struggling. It's I'm thought. struggling with another nationality here. I would honestly thought Fassbender was German. He is. Yeah, he is. It's oh, yeah, but, okay. But it's, it's like a European. But he's, but he's an actor, so you're going to he, go well, ahead no, he's and give Irish, him the... He's Irish German. Yeah, let's see. Exactly. His, his, yeah, he's got one of those. You notice I didn't put Christian Bale in here, because Christian Bale might be a good James Bond, but he'd never do it. The, uh, but the, now that, how did that just, but just having like, I mean, it, it occurs to me that he's got that same sort of muddled accent, like when you, like, He's from so many places and has like done so many things that he's now his accent's just a, a disaster. Like his natural talk, his natural speaking accent. It's like, where are you from? Like nobody knows. It's just odd. Wow, but, very inglorious bastards reference there. Even. Yeah, your accents very hard to place. <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh, but then Richard Madden. Now Richard Madden, I think is. A, a limited star on the rise. Now, did you if you've watched Bodyguard, mm-hmm. which was uh, which is which is a nice series. I, is there a second season? I don't know. I just one season. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's he's good. I mean, you know, he's one of the he's one of the five actors in 1917 that the guy has to run in between. So he's obviously a big English actor. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of the five dudes. Mm-hmm. So that's an important that's an important distinction. Because all the five of those dudes are are you know Big real deal actors, real yeah. deal actors. So um, so how do we feel about uh, Fassbender and uh, Madden? Coincidentally, I, there's actually even a Idris Elba Richard Madden movie called The Take, which is mm-hmm. actually a pretty decent little twisty whodunit cop, you know, uh, chasing a mistaken identity kind of terrorist situation. You know, it's a common trope. Uh, and I was actually surprised. I honestly was like Richard Madden, not in, you know, sandal sword and, uh, cloaks and robes and stuff like that. I was actually pretty impressed with his work here. I feel, um, I actually feel a little stronger here on the five seed. Okay. Hmm. Um, I, 
I have. I maybe I need to see more Richard Madden work. I, I haven't. I've never seen him in a in a movie that shows me that he could do what I want out of James Bond, in the way that we talked about tone, when he talked about carrying himself. Um, he always seems a little overmatched in all the roles I see him in. Like he's there's he can't handle the difficult situation. Now that doesn't mean it's acting. I get it, but you know, I mean, it's hard to for me to picture him in the role. It's very easy for me to picture Fassbender in the role. Yeah. That said. I will never vote for Fassbender because he must stay free to play Magneto. <laughs> so even if I think it's the more the better choice of the role, I'm going to give Richard a shot. He's the right age. He's got the right look. Let's see if he's got it in him. The um, so if 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 there's a pe- if there are people out there who are like say God, I wish Taron Edgerton could have done this thing. He, Richard Madden's your guy. Richard Madden is the is the Edgerton surrogate. Well, and you guys know the original Ian Fleming, like the writing for it. He's dark haired with a curl coming down o- over his brow kind of thing. I mean, it's I feel like Richard Madden has more of a shot at this. When you were asking me the odds on your bracket, like literally the only person I feel in this one that could surprise us would be Richard Madden in that one. Yeah, he's got just enough. I mean, he's they we know him just enough and but he hasn't done anything. I mean, he's in Game of Thrones for like two seasons uh-huh. until Red Wedding <laughs> at the end of the second season. Let's not go there. Um, but the uh, but yeah, I like I like Richard Madden here. I think I think here's the thing: if if someone said you had to take Fassbender and make like four Bond movies, I'd make four awesome Bond movies with him. Like, there's no question about it. He's he's a sharp knife, and you know. I feel like you if Fassbender's do, in there, and you yeah. could and you could do anything with him, you could do you could do whatever you wanted to in terms of James Bond with him. But I feel like Fassbender's Bond movie is NC seventeen, and we get full <laughs> frontal nudity. <laughs> he might contractually insist on it, right? Why do I have seen that guy's penis so many right. times? Like, like, almost more than my own, actually. It's <laughs> and, like it's, and he's going to seduce Blofeld too. I mean, like he's got no limits. <laughs> he's, he, there's a there's a lot you could do with Fassbender, but I think. From a more traditional choice, I think I'm going to say I think I'm going to say Richard Madden. Okay, I think we're all in agreement. As Fred right, this Hirsch is would say. so this is this this gets interesting now. On the left half, of the, we have we have our man Henry Golding versus Idris Elba. I I I like Golding here. I do too. I'm more interested to see the movie with him in it. And I I, I have been waiting for the Idris Elba Bond movie for what feels like a decade. It never happened. The moment passed. He's in the meantime. He's put. He's got too many. Too much baggage now. Yeah, too much, too much, too many superhero irons in the fire. Um, I'm, and you know what? I hope, I hope they, I hope they do the right thing and and uh, and push him into another Suicide Squad movie. All right, we're putting Golden through over Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Oh, now Reg, Regé Jean Page versus Richard Madden. This is interesting. Dickie Madden. Only uh, just because I'm going to say Dickie Madden, Madden it makes him even more English. <laughs> I'm going with Reggie John Page. I want to kiss him more. <laughs> this is our first. Uh, I think this, this is, is our first. This, tie yeah, this is this is the first tiebreaker, and I'm and I'm playing the tiebreaker here. Oh God, this is really hard. I think Madden. I'm for for the bracket purposes. I'm taking Reggie John Page oh. because I I really am interested in seeing. I'm interested in seeing somebody. I'm Different? interested in seeing out of typecast. And you know, I'm ready to see James Bond as 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 something else. 
Uh-huh. This will be the part where but, I go on record and said the two on three bracket bracket had a chance to have predicted the next 007. <laughs> when it's when it's Richard Madden, when it'll it's come Richard down. When it's That's Richard the Madden. most boring choice, though. It's a safe. It feels like a safe choice you, for sure. Do you remember when they pulled out Daniel Craig? Yeah, that was yeah. not like people got mad. Hugely successful. Hugely, he's blonde. not well received. Yep, he's blonde. <laughs> he's, he's too fit. Ginger. He's a block. That's okay. But then they put Eva Green in that movie, and it fixed the whole damn thing. So there we have it. Leave her in the middle of the road. He'll crash his car on purpose, but stay alive, and then we can capture him. It's a plan. <laughs> it is a plan. <laughs> can't handle it. I can't, I can't take it. It drives me All nuts right. every time it happens. And then you know what happens after that. Mm. <laughs> Nut up, nut up, tie. Oh God! <laughs> All right, here we go. The um, let's do it. Who's uh, our when winner? When you say for the purposes of the bracket, is that so that you put an underseated option against your boy Henry here? No, I like him. I I do like Reggie John Page. I'd want to okay. see a Reggie John Page Bond movie more than I want to see a Richard Madden okay. James Bond movie, which is how I'm playing this bracket. Okay, because you made and my so, vote. Very easy here. Yeah. All right. So my, yes. Uh, for me, Henry Golding. Same. Yeah. God, He's imagine. got the right look, man. He just looks like James Bond. He does. The, even the, I mean, like, I can already picture him with the untied bow tie just hanging down mm-hmm. on one side. And, and he can rock the white tux. And you could put James Bond in a very sort of serious like plot and make China the bad guy, which of course they'd never do because they want to sell movies in China. <laughs> but you could. My question you is, could, could you could you cast Henry Golding and not do go to Singapore, go to Hong Kong, go to Taipei, yeah. and actually just keep him in Europe, keep him in all the other exotic yeah. places without absolutely. defaulting to that? You, should, you should absolutely could. Henry yeah. Golding, the two-on-threes, next James Bond bracket winner nice and does that does that go way 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 back and um make up for like you only live twice because <laughs> i feel like you only live twice is hanging out there in the back of asian folks minds there for uh some man it 07 is a secret base. it's the secret base in a volcano full of ninjas <laughs> which right. again all of that part's fine it's once we get out the tanning <laughs> lotion for uh it was a for... it was the 60s man it's like it's hard to it's hard to i'm not making excuses for anybody um, all right, you know what time of the show this is. Are you stupid or something? Are you crazy? Or just plain stupid? Are you stupid or something? Stupid is stupid does, sir. The stupidest things ever said. How come? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Carl Everett, he played baseball. I remember Carl Everett. The Bible never says anything about dinosaurs. You can't say there were dinosaurs when you never saw them. Somebody actually saw Adam and Eve eating apples. No yes. one ever saw a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah, the person was the snake. <laughs> right. Someone, I mean, it's one thing to say the dinosaur thing. It's a whole other thing to say someone saw Adam and Eve eating apples. Yeah, yeah. Those, those bones that people dig up are just like, whatever. <laughs> it's like they just came from nowhere. They made him up. Made him up. Mm-hmm. Did they see her pulled from his rib? Did that yeah. that part happen yeah. too? Right, yeah. Carl. Dinosaurs are a scam for scientists to line their pockets with our money. Right. Yeah. 
<laughs> Kyrie Irving will tell you the same That's story. JCVD. Right. Oh, here we go. I wish I, I could he, do wait, it. Wait, I wait, wish stop, I could do stop, 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 stop. He, he's never said anything dumb. <laughs> Get you me out of, of this people. predator suit. <laughs> you, you of all people should know I would never wear a black silk underwear. <laughs> I would never in my life wear a black silk underwear. Right. And then he uses the F word immediately after that. <laughs> Not the F-U-C-K word, the other one. Oh, right. Because of the black silk underwear. Right. This guy's a F. Double impact is awesome. Yeah. Twice the right. man damage. He says, I am fascinated by air. If you remove the air from the sky, all the birds would fall to the ground and all the planes too. He's not wrong. I, I, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. The first thought to me is magnets. How do they work? <laughs> To say he's not wrong. That's all right. I'm going to defend JCVD here. Fucking fucking thrust. How does it work? <laughs> Factually correct. <laughs> In a newspaper story about the lodge at Woodlock, Holly, Pennsylvania, hike or mountain bike through the woodland where you will see plenty of deer grazing and kayaking on the lake. <laughs> it's tight. There's some deer in the kayak. Right. That's that's of course that's what do they call that in like a misplaced whatever whatever dude you know, kayak in the lake. This is this is an old joke in my house where at one point my my wife was telling my son to get cleaned up and ready to go to the bed. He says, "Please wash your face with soap and poop." <laughs> and I was like, "Wash your face with soap and poop." <laughs> And that joke has been going on in my house for a decade, like, like eight years. How old is he? He's twelve. Yeah, eight years. Yeah, I mean, I'm I, I gaslight my children with homonyms all the time. <laughs> what? What do you mean? <laughs> go Not wash your face, fine, Dad. Go, go upstairs, and wash your face with soap and poop. Comma and poop. <laughs> Sportscaster Ron Atkinson. I think we've heard from Ron before. I think we may have. If Glenn Hoddle said one word to his team in halftime, it was concentration and focus. <laughs> right. Just decide. Decide. Just say yeah. concentration. Yeah, because concentration, the right. They're the same thing. We should stamp out. and redundant. <laughs> we should stamp out and abolish redundancy. Here we have former Russian Prime Minister Viktor Chinomirdin on dealing with the frequently uncooperative State Duma, which is the lower house of the Federal Assembly of Russia. Thank you. You're I, welcome. I like. The I had no out. idea what the Duma was. I thought it was like a woman who helped people give birth. <laughs> Government is not the organ in which one uses his tongue only. Well, that's for damn sure, Bill Clinton. That's a quote from Bill Clinton, by the way. I think okay. And finally, we have questions asked by tourists of Canadian tour guides. Why, when I insert my American bank card in the ATM machine, does it give me Canadian money? where can I exchange Canadian dollars into Niagara Falls currency? (laughs) Do you speak Canadian here? We. (laughs) And that's it for the stupidest things ever said this week. Very, very nice. I know we're over time. Over time. Thank everybody. But I do want, I'll I'll touch on this because it's not really a full segment, but I was, uh, a lot of times when I'm coaching, uh, golf with younger kids i always ask him like hey you know whatever this one kid plays video games and i asked him hey what are you playing he says i'm playing a game called factorio factor io factorio and i said oh cool i said what's it about so you have to build a factory 
you you crash land on this this alien planet, and in order to build to rebuild a rocket to leave the planet, you have to build this factory. I said well, that sounds pretty good, and I and I and I I downloaded it, started playing it, and realized very quickly that it is a circuit board building. Mm. It's and. And as an electrical engineering student, <laughs> I was going to say you have an EE degree. I I love this game, <laughs> and I am awesome at it. I have built the best factory ever because I used principles of circuit board design to build this factory. Because you have to make certain things, you run them into the bus, you take. You take materials and, and, and manufacture good from the bus into other places that create other things that move them back to the bus and things you need move down the line until at the end you've built this and you have to fight some aliens here and there. But my 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 third factory design, it took me a while to sort of figure this whole thing out, but my third factory design is like a piece of work. It's it's like it's it's amazing. And and I was like, I went to, it's nice my folks could say, hey, we spent, you know, tens of thousands of dollars for our son to go to college only to be awesome at Factorio. There you go. I, I was very, I was, I was thrilled that it, that it came into my sphere and I, and I enjoy it very much. And I've been playing it, playing it probably a little way too much. But over the, <laughs> my wife and buddy say, are you playing that game? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a work of art. Don't, no, honey, not, I'm applying my college education. Right. I'm right. sharpening my brain. Right. I'm sharpening my brain. And uh, and like I said, uh, so if you've if you've got a few bucks lying around and you're ready to check out uh, um, a video game, play some Factorio. Hit me up for some uh, tips and tricks because you know I've got I've got those uh, circuit board uh, I've got those circuit board principles that I'm ready to apply. Is my son going to be watching YouTube videos of you on the Factorio IO strategy <laughs> hints and suggestions next week? Maybe. I, I could. I might start a channel. It's not I'm a no. Sure. I'm sure some people are already doing it. Um, but uh, um, but I did want to do this one certain thing that I couldn't figure out how to do. So I did check a wiki to see if anybody knew how to do it. And I pieced together a little thing. And I was like, oh, okay, that's how you do it. Well, you but, should record that. Anyway. That's put it the, on the internet. Uh, get a, get a, get a no, million impressions and make a no, bunch of money. People, no, people can figure it out themselves. People can get an electrical engineering degree and figure it out themselves. <laughs> that should be your whole video. You better provide us a screenshot of this glorious factory you've built. Uh, all right, I will. I will. I will. I will produce the factorio. Uh, factorio for you. All right. Well, that's our show. Our thanks to all of you for listening to the Two on Three Pod. Our thanks to Josh for joining us to find the the next Bond approved by the Two on Three Podcast. Um, subscribe, review, tell your friends and your enemies, and meet us here next week for more pop culture, life strategies, and existentialism. But until then, Bond, James Bond. Peace.